Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Today's episode of Within the Lines contains spoilers to the new movie Avengers Endgame. If you've not seen the movie yet and do not want to get it spoiled, then... uh, what what you doing here? Exactly. You read the title. You know what we're talking about. Exactly. So make sure you watch the movie, get back to us, and uh, see if you agree with us, because we're doing a comprehensive, full, might be a two-hour, might be a three-hour, might be a ten-minute review. We'll see. We're going in deep. Let's get into this. 20, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! High fly ball into right field. She is gone! I don't feel so good. You can put it on the board, yes! We are about 15 hours removed from seeing the movie that we've been waiting for an entire year, Avengers Endgame. And... I still haven't stopped crying. Tyler still hasn't stopped crying. We're stuck open at this point. (laughs) Uh, Initial impression, for those that have also seen it, obviously. Spectacular. 
Great movie, not perfect. I was I was trying to think of like a nice two or three word review. I was going to say spectacularly imperfect. I don't know if that makes sense, but that was what came to my head. Overly amazing. Overly amazing. A little too amazing where it didn't make sense at times. They they gave a little bit too much love to the fans. Which I'm fine with. Which is great. It made it a fun to I'm watch movie. Yes. But it did make issues and plot holes. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, it was it was great. It was a cultural <laughs> experience. Even if you're not a big part of, big fan of the MCU, just being in that theater with a lot of people who love the movie and just experiencing something that's unlike anything that's ever really graced traditional cinema. It's just, it's astounding. It's amazing. Absolutely. It was fucking awesome to be a part of, to see that theater with a line out the door in a time where there's reserved seats. It's not like people were getting there trying to buy their tickets. Oh, yeah. Showing up like 30 minutes early when your ticket's already bought. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was spectacular, man. I mean, I got chills, the opening scene, you know, and I just, throughout the whole movie, it didn't feel like three hours. It didn't. Oh, it powered through those three hours. It did. It really did. It carried. I did think, I feel like there was one point in the movie where I thought it was a little dragged, but I don't really remember it now, so. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of parts that, I mean, they were, you know, 10-minute scenes that dragged. Yeah. At most. Yeah. And it was just, it's not the same movie as Infinity War, not even. I mean, I saw a review. I We actually read it on the last episode of the podcast where Infinity War was the bronze and this was the brains. I mean. Oh, 100%. This only really had one big action scene at all. If you really think about it. I mean, one big one and then like maybe one or two minor ones. Yeah. But nothing like Infinity War where the whole movie was pretty much an action scene. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I mean. I mean, but that action scene though. <laughs> oh, it was spectacular. It was probably the best action scene of the entire MCU. So, I don't even know where to start. I mean, the movie starts... The start of the movie felt like the end of Infinity War. So, we start off, you see Hawkeye with his family, and they all dust from the snap. Pretty poor luck that half the people in the universe get snapped away in your entire family. Everyone's got a 50-50 chance, and four of the people died. Ant-Man's whole crew and... Hawkeye's. Hawkeye's whole crew faded. Like, that's pretty bad odds. It's not um, good. <laughs> so that's the you know that's the opening of the movie. Um, I Absolutely, could have been an end credit scene for Infinity War. It could have been, but, but they just saved it for opening emotional, before the sequence. An emotional opening sequence. One thing I like that I kept a note while I was watching the movie that I wanted to touch on that opening scene when Hawkeye's like running looking for his family. I don't know if you picked up on this, but it was like the cameraman was running with him and the camera was like shaking. Like, as he was running. Really? Yeah. It was like when you watch cops and the cameraman's running and the camera's yeah. shaking. They didn't use, like, a level camera for that scene. He they was had running down the hill. on his shoulder. And you could see the camera bouncing. And I thought that was a good way to kind of show the emotion of the scene Panic without people even noticing it. Yeah. But more I noticed. human thing. That's that top-level cinema stuff right there, Jay. Um, and then, I don't know, did the title credits come in after that or a little later? No, I want to say they came in right after that. No. I don't remember when the title credits came in. It might have been after they killed Thanos. Yes, yeah, so they killed Thanos. Most of the scenes we saw from the trailer happened in the first five, ten minutes of the movie. Some of them took place at the very end. Though. Yeah, it was like the very beginning and the very end. Yeah. It was the early stuff, though. The early stuff we saw besides them like walking in the hangar, that was all like the first five minutes mm-hmm. of the movie. So, Which is kind of like what, we, what I predicted beforehand is like... Everyone, not everyone, but people thought the whole movie was going to be against Thanos, and Thanos did come back. But I mean, the whole movie was against Thanos. But it wasn't the same 
so they went obviously they went to his little island you know captain or captain marvel finds tony and nebula brings them home they kind of rushed that opening sequence a little bit yeah they didn't even explain that they were like she already showed up to the avengers thing at that point and they said hey tony's missing yeah we need him and then she goes and gets him yeah it's it's, you kind of just have to imply it i guess yeah, but I understand why they rushed that point because they wanted to get into the whole storytelling and they were already at three hours. But yeah. you figure five, ten minutes into the movie, five, you know, at most, they go to Thanos, they catch him off guard, Captain Marvel messes him up, and then uh, Thor cuts off his head. He aimed for the head. And he aimed for the head. And then I think that's when the title credit happens. And then yeah. on the screen, you know, five years later, the whole crowd like was like, what? And that was something we kind of saw coming too. So I wasn't too shocked by it. I was thinking like two. Yeah, I wasn't thinking five. five, And that kind of created a problem that we'll talk about later with the end of the movie and the repercussions for the Mm. franchise after. But and then yeah, and then it fast forwards and it's just a a world of shambles. Cap is a leader of a support group. Did you notice the guy who was talking to him was Russo? Yeah, it was one of the Russo brothers who actually did like a little speech thing. Did you also catch that he was saying he was gay? It was supposed to be like a gay. He's going out on a date with a guy. Yeah, that was a good moment. This, um, um, I will say this movie had a couple of very, hey, look, we're politically correct moments. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it, but they absolutely, it felt a little forced. And I'm okay with the moments, but it did feel a little forced. Backlash for Tyler confirmed. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm cool with it. It just felt a little forced. Make it more organic. So they're trying to figure out, you know, what they're going to do. And then Captain Marvel, they have like a little meeting with the people. And Captain Marvel's like, hey, I got to help other planets. Probably not going to see you for a while. And that kind of implies she's not going to be in the rest of the movie, which she really wasn't until yeah. the end of the movie, which was fine because this movie was about everyone that came before it, not who's coming after. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Ant-Man comes out of the quantum realm. Shout out to that rat, man. That The rat, rat was the MVP of the whole fucking universe. Just steps on the freaking return button which uh, very very coincidental that it was turned off and the rat just so happened to hey we're gonna turn it on hit the right button in a very high-tech quantum (laughs) thing (laughs) it just so happens that he you know brings ant-man back from the quantum realm yeah and then you know that was another thing that was kind of predicted beforehand a lot of predictions for this movie kind of came true yeah i don't know how that what that says about the movie itself i mean i i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of stuff people saw coming and actually, actually predicted happened, yeah. it. Yeah, Zaman comes out later, and then you know meets up with them, tells them about the quantum realm. They go to Tony. Tony started a family, has a daughter now, doesn't want to do it, but then thinks about um, Peter Parker, wants to do it. Suddenly, figures it out. Figures out time travel in like ten minutes. Yeah, and the same day he figures out. It's kind of implied. It's that same night. Yeah, they're like, hey, we want to do time travel. Okay, let me go kind of fuck around in my you know office oh figured it out (laughs) (laughs) so uh and then there's a scene with a professor hulk and at the lunch taking pictures with hulk and everything mark ruffalo uh my hot take for you ty i don't really like professor hulk i did not like professor hulk in this film i thought it was just thrown in there it was like okay yeah we're professor hulk now after it was such an issue in the first one, he does a little monologue like, oh, I just kind of agreed with him. Yeah. Thing. But like, I, I, show me something. Yeah. I mean, and he didn't Hulk out at all. Like, no, he's not Hulk anymore. He's just big banner. Which is kind of like lame. Disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they actually played into that later in the movie, how he's not Hulk anymore. Smashing and yeah, it, it, it kind of sucked. Yeah. It, it honestly, I mean, it was cool having like banner in the movie instead of just a 
disgruntled green guy. And maybe mm-hmm. they figure people are sick of seeing just the I'm not. crazy green guy. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it would have been awesome to see Hulk. Even if the last scene, dude, they could have kept they could have kept the same Professor Hulk story the whole movie. And then in that final fight scene, Hulk kind of like takes over and he just starts smashing everything. And Banner's like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like as he's smashing stuff, kind of like a out of body moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like the body kind of takes over, and I would have been fine with it. I would have been like, okay, that's something. But no, it's just or big it's kind of like Banner. a transition into Hulk, but him not transitioning all the way back to Banner. So like he can still go into full Hulk mode and smash and shit. Yeah. But then he doesn't go all the way back to Banner. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, it it was interesting. It was different. They I, tried I wasn't it. a fan of it. I didn't hate it as much as it sounds like you disliked it. Yeah. But. I just loved I the Hulk. Love it either. Hulk was always like yeah. my, Hulk and Spider Man were like my favorites, and he wasn't in it, dude. I think Thor Ragnarok Hulk is probably the best Hulk. Yeah. Make him to where he's a Hulk and he can talk and everything, so you can still communicate with him, not just you know grunting smash, but still Hulk where he just wants to fuck shit up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But then they did all that, and then they tested the quantum realm. We don't have to go through every detail of the movie. Yeah, you know they go and get Ronin. Hawkeye, who's just killing everyone on a killing spree. Yeah, and it showed after his family died, um, War Machine's kind of hunting him down, trying to find him throughout the five years. He's killing drug lords, cartel, Japanese, mafia. Yeah. He's going through and just fucking wiping them out with the sword, like brutally killing people. Yeah. You know, and then he sees uh, Black Widow, and they have their little moment, and then he agrees to help him, I guess. I don't know. I'm saying that kind of weird. He goes back to join the Avengers again yeah. to try and get his family back. And then uh, we got Thor. We got Fat Thor. Fat Thor. I've seen a lot of different reactions about Fat Thor. I've seen some people that love Fat Thor and some people that absolutely hate Fat Thor. Uh, Not a fan. Not a fan of Fat Thor. Thought it was funny, but not a fan of it. Why? I just... He's fucking Thor, dude. He's yoked. He's supposed to be, you know, the strongest Avenger. And I like that they did it for a comedic thing. Yeah. But he was still fat the rest of the movie when it wasn't comedic. Yeah. <laughs> and then they they have the scene later on where like he's like, oh, I'm Thor again. And he does like the lightning and he's still got the long hair and everything. They braided it. It's supposed to yeah. look like serious and it still looked funny. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand how he got fat. He's like a god. I'm pretty sure he's been like drinking beer his whole like 1,000 yeah. year life. But we got this the best scene of the movie in that scene, in my opinion. Maybe not the best scene, but my personal <laughs> favorite scene. Uh, we got Korg. Korg was uh, in the movie, finally. I was so happy when he came on screen. I cheered. On screen, I cheered and everything. Just playing some Fortnite. Doing what Korg is meant to do. Playing some Fortnite. Hanging out in a Hawaiian shirt, playing some Fortnite. Has Thor get on the mic and threaten a kid who's being mean to Korg. I I couldn't hear the beginning, but it was something 69. was the kid's username. It was like something daddy 69 or something like that. Or something game. Thor's like, I'll fly to your house and fucking fuck you up or whatever. (laughs) And then... Puts Korg back on the mic, and Korg's just like, thank you, Thor. Like, oh, <laughs> One thing I noticed, I don't know if Korg was massive in this movie or if Banner was just tiny, because there was a scene where Banner was talking to Thor and Korg was in the background, and they were the same size. I think it's implied that Hulk's a little smaller now. Um, but even when like they were in New York, it looked like he might have been the same size as the other Hulk, which is why I was like a little confused. Korg's always been big, though. Yeah, but I feel like in Ragnarok, Hulk was way bigger. I could be wrong, but... I'd have to look at the Ragnarok picture of them on the ship. They might be the best way. They might have changed it a little bit. Yeah. Um, scaling wise. But yeah, right before that we saw Valkyrie and the Asgardians oh, yeah. are living on Earth now. In like Scotland or Norway. Yeah, somewhere in yeah. Europe. Norway. Um 
called New Asgard, which actually is from the comic books, I want to say. Really? I think so. But like they, they all move and live on Earth now that Asgard's destroyed. So that was cool. I mean, Valkyrie gave, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, gave Valkyrie like the right to own... Valkyrie's the new, new king, queen, queen king of Asgard. I wonder what that's going to turn into. I don't know. Is she going to do movies or is it going to be a TV show? Because I know they're trying to branch out to a lot of TV shows well, I was with Disney+. S- Plus. I'll save it for later. You'll save it for later? Yeah, let's, co- let's keep talking. Okay, and then uh, what happened after that? After they recruited them? They just went on. They talked about their mission. And then they went, broke did, up into teams. And then did the mission. Yeah, and so they basically split up and said, you know, if we go back in time using the quantum realm and everything... Three stones are in New York at the same time. So we'll send a team to get those three stones. There's two stones in outer space, the power and the soul stone. Mm-hmm. And then the um, aether was the other one. Yeah. From Thor, the dark world. Yeah. And so they all split up into teams. It's Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, Ant-Man go to New York. Yeah. Uh, War Machine, Nebula. War Machine and just Nebula. Just them two. Yeah. Go to get the power stone. Yes. Which is... The first Guardians of the Galaxy, the very opening scene with Peter Quill, like yeah. dancing, getting the orb. And then uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow go to get the Soul Stone. Yep. And each had their own journey. Um, I think the biggest one to, was the New York one. Yeah. They got two stones. They had Cap pretending to be a Hydra secret agent stealing the, the staff from the scepter from the Hydra people who originally took it. And they yeah. kind of do it like, because uh, you haven't seen Winter Soldier, but in that, it's the fight scene in the elevator where it's exactly that same kind of... I think kinda, I've seen that scene, yeah. Well, it's the exact same kind of setup where... I thought, yeah, I Captain thought that America, Yeah, Captain America goes in the elevator and he's surrounded by people and he fights everyone. Well, in this one, he's like, oh, I'm going to need that briefcase. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's a hell hydra. So he doesn't <laughs> do it. So everyone was expecting another elevator fight scene. Yeah. And <laughs> he completely flips the script. And then we had Thor... <clears throat> Excuse me, we had Hulk talking to the mystic one? I keep forgetting her name. Mystic one, right? Ancient one. Ancient one. <laughs> I called her the wise one, now the mystic one. <laughs> Something. Um, you know, got the. that's where they kind of explain the whole timeline thing of how these stones work in the timeline and they timeline jump. Still creates some issues that me and Tyler actually had a pretty lengthy debate before the podcast about. <laughs> it was a pretty good one. Would have been good for the... I think we admitted that I won the debate, though, so... Um, agree to disagree. You just said you were going to change on your podcast just to argue. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> you said you were going to reset on the podcast. Nope. Um. So they get the that stone and they mess up the the tesseract. They're trying to like take. They give Tony like a little heart arrhythmia and then they drop the briefcase and then Tony's supposed to pick it up. The current Tony's supposed to like pick up the briefcase, walk out, and as he's walking out, you have Hulk. Who they forced to take the stairs on Stark the Stark Tower because he was too heavy for the and elevator. This is, this is 2012 Hulk. And Hulk goes down the stairs and then opens the door all pissed off and then hits Tony and the space stone goes to Loki and Loki uses it to teleport off, which is probably setting up his Disney Plus show. So he's dead in the actual MCU, but in this This new new, timeline, he's alive and he disappeared after the battle of New York. Didn't get sent back to Asgard, wasn't a prisoner into the dark world. So none of that stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah. This is a completely different time. Which makes me wonder if like Thor anything's going to be in that series probably not i'm assuming i would yeah i would think not i wonder it'll be interesting what they do with that yeah oh uh, one thing i just noticed about that whole hulk going down the stairs storyline that was like a really convenient thing for them to write in for tony to lose the stone because i mean correct me hulk like jumps from building to building like why would he take the stairs yeah he could just jumped out of he could have jumped of the building. out of the building and just 
been perfectly fine. He probably would have damaged more things doing that. And they're like, hey, we're not fighting anything anymore. Don't fuck anything else up. Take stairs. You think, Hulk, you think 2012 Hulk's going to listen to that? Probably not. <laughs> but... <laughs> it's kind of a little bit convenient. Um, and then we also got a Captain America versus Captain America fight, which kind of confused me. But Well, Captain America thought Captain America was Loki. Yeah, it was Loki. Because so... Loki can you know change how he looks. Yeah. So then they fought each other yeah. for the, st- the staff, basically. Yeah. Pretty badass. It was. It was a good scene. It was like one of the few action scenes before the main action it scene. It was. And it was just Captain America fighting Captain America. Older Captain America wasn't as good, though. I noticed, like, young Captain America won the fight. Like, if you tallied up the punches and everything, like, it would be a pretty decisive victory for young Captain America. Probably. He, he beat his ass. Him up. Yeah. And one of them, you know, he had his Captain America mask on. The other one didn't. Yeah. So you could tell who's who. It yeah. Get confusing. But I think he got his ass beat. And then he kind of saved himself with the uh, Mind Stone. Well, he said he was like, uh, young Captain America had him in a chokehold, and he told him Bucky's still alive, because young Captain America didn't know that at the time, and he was like, what, what'd you say? And then he used the stone to... Go to sleep. Yeah, go to sleep. So... <laughs> Loki's uh, staff Yeah, is what he used for that. I wish uh, I wish we would have saw like a Hulk, Presser Hulk versus regular Hulk fight scene. That would have been kind of cool, but... Yeah. Banner just getting fucked up by himself or whatever, <laughs> and then they have to like do something to get him away from him. Yeah. They, like, Tony has to walk in. Like, hey, man, calm down, calm down, or something. Like, I don't know how they would do that. That's probably why they didn't do it, because it wouldn't have made sense. But it would have been funny. That would have been great. Just Banner, like, this is what you deal with? Like, to the Hulk, just, like, beating the shit out of him. Like, getting mad at his current Hulk. Like, why are you beating the shit out of me kind of deal. (laughs) Well, I do like how they're sitting there, and they come in, and, you know, it's Professor Hulk, so he's smart now, like, actual person. You just see Hulk come in, just, like, blatantly destroy (laughs) shit right in front of him, and he gets all embarrassed. (laughs) He's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So... They yeah they mess up their tesseract so then they go back to 1970 they say they only have enough pin particles for one trip so they go back to 1970 at a military base where there is the tesseract and there's also pim so they can steal pin particles at the same time Tony has a nice little run in with his dad we're going a little out of order based on the movie I'm just trying to stick to like the it's one the during... same area though yeah yeah so has an interaction with his dad that was a little bit of a whoa it was a cool moment I thought yeah. He talked to his young dad. It was actually the day he was born. Yeah. They went back to Tony's birthday, basically, which uh, another kind of issue. Why the fuck are you going back in time to your birthday and not knowing it's your birthday? Exactly. I don't know if they were saying it was his birthday, maybe just saying it was close to his birthday. But still, yeah, you would. Why would he was caught off guard? His dad had flowers because his wife was going into labor. Oh, okay. I thought he was just trying to be a good husband. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that is like you're caught off guard by it. <laughs> he told Cap the date to go too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was like he's like, oh, go to this day, and it's like, oh my god, what? Yeah, I'm being born today. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's confusing with the whole. We talk, like you said, we talked about the whole time parallels. But if that yeah. is the same, let's just say that's the same universe as their current universe. That the last person Tony's dad talked to before Tony's was born was older Tony. That's a major whoa. Um, but he gets that, and then Captain America gets the pin particles. He sees who is it? He saw he saw Peggy. Why does say Margaret? Is that her real name? On the door it said like Margaret something. What's Peggy's last name? I always want to say Carter. Sue. Yeah, it said Margaret Carter. I thought on the door, like of her office. Maybe that's like her official name or something. That's why I, I was confused. I thought it was Peggy, but then it's I thought it said Margaret. I just saw Carter. Yeah. So that's I, why I was and then confused. she walks into the office and, uh, you know, Captain America sees her through, like, the blinds or yeah. whatever. Really thought he was going to fuck up everything and just stay there. 
<laughs> the red thing Captain America been like fuck it but he didn't he was a smart guy a good guy um what else did we have we had the other journey nebula and war machine that one was we'll save that one we'll do uh thor yeah. and raccoon that one was probably the most boring i guess yeah um you know fat thor was an, basically an alcoholic through this he was <laughs> fucked up drunk because he was upset that he failed yeah kind of going through ptsd kind of ptsd and um letting himself go get fat drinking and so he goes back to the dark world where Jane Foster, who actually makes an appearance in this movie. Yeah, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman was in it. Um, she had the Aether in her. So they go back to get that stone. Yeah. Um, and while they're doing it, Thor sees his mom, who, who dies that day movie, yeah. in the movie. And uh, he's drunk, so he fucks it up. He has no confidence or anything. And he goes and talks to his mom before she dies. Yeah. Well, I think she walked up to him. Yeah, yeah she, she catches him. him. He's like she... hiding behind a yeah. pillar. Yeah. And, um, you know, they talk. Rocket goes and gets the stone by himself. Yeah. He just waits till Jane's, like, wakes up or something. She gets yeah. out of bed or... Tases her or something. Yeah. Takes it out of her. <laughs> um, so that's how that one happened. And then the two in space. There was War Machine and Nebula. And then... Hawkeye and Black Widow. The That one was... They went over to the Soul Stone Island. Volmir? Volmir? Vormir. Vormir. Yeah. See, Red Skull, you know, he tells them the whole sacrifice thing, and they have, like, a fight scene of who's getting sacrificed. And... So, you know, one tries jumping off, the other one tries jumping off. Yeah. Immediately saw it coming when they sent them to space, too. Oh, yeah, I, I figured one of them, obviously, if they're going to go get the Soul Stone, one of them's going to die. I did not see Black Widow actually dying. I no. really didn't. You thought Hawkeye was going to die? Well, because I knew the Black Widow movie was coming. I didn't know it was a prequel, so I was just like... So that one kind of caught you off guard. You thought yeah. for sure it was going to be Hawkeye. Yeah, like when he did that running jump off the ledge, I thought that was it. I was like, okay, Hawkeye's about to die. And then she like caught him and everything. And then she was hanging on the bottom. I was like, oh my God, she's actually about to die right now. And then she did. And I was like, what the hell? Yep. He actually killed her. She's actually dead. No coming back. Yeah. Um, She doesn't show up in the end of the movie. Like she's dead, dead. Yeah. She's super dead. And then somehow Hawkeye can hold the soul stone, which was an issue we had. Yeah, they one of the big points in past movies is that people normal people can't just hold the soul stone or like just the stones in general. The power then, stone nearly killed Peter Quill yeah. and the Guardians. The space stone sent Red Skull to space. Yeah, uh, the Aether was killing Jane Foster. Yeah, well, I think the Aether, Aether, whatever. I think he, didn't he have in like a little capsule thing? Well, I'm saying in the dark world. No, I'm saying r- Rocket, though. I think when he took that, he had it like in a little capsule. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. in past movies, if someone was touched oh, yeah, or yeah. like holding them, it's killing them. Yeah. In this one, they kind of had no problem holding them. I guess you could say maybe because they're from a different reality, so those time stones in that reality don't affect their current reality. But then that, that uh, ends no, that doesn't, makes yeah. sense. Never mind. <laughs> um, so that happens. And then the biggest one that sets up the fight scene, you have uh, Nebula and... War Machine. War Machine go to... Peter Quill getting the orb at the beginning of Guardians. What was the name of the planet? Do you remember? Mor- Morag? Morag, yeah. Yeah. And they knock Peter Quill out, take his key. <laughs> um, uh, I think War Machine calls him an idiot or something. Yeah. The day. It was a funny little scene. And then gets the gets the stone. And while that's all happening, Nebula's like, frequency is getting intercepted by that time's Nebula. And it's showing Thanos that the Avengers from the future are coming back to undo what that thanos did and he's like oh we got to stop him whatever um i mean they kind of should have saw that coming maybe don't send nebula to i guess they didn't know that if say the same frequency would have happened yeah they didn't know she was going to connect maybe just send like rocket and war machine yeah but 
Well, I think no matter what, if you sent her back in time where Nebula was with Thanos. Well, but if she's on, on Asgard, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe there is like a frequency thing. I don't know. It was an interesting way, though, to write it in. Yeah, it, it worked for me. I was fine with it. Yeah, so then they, you know, they capture current day Nebula and they're like torturing her and then. Uh, past nebula gets her little like orange headpiece thing puts it on her thing and then she goes back kind of in disguise and she's still evil back then working trying to please thanos um yeah so then they all show back up at avengers hq yep with all six stones they do the snap hulk snaps which another issue we had supposed to be like fancy metal for the gauntlet yeah to hold all the stones and everything yeah yeah all of a sudden iron man's armor can just hold it (laughs) It's like, yeah, special cool. armor, bro. I guess. Uh, I guess yeah. so. Make a they make a gauntlet out of Iron Man's hand, mm-hmm. and then Hulk snaps. He barely can do it. Almost dies doing it. Snaps back half the universe, and then right when that happening, Scott Lang's looking out the window and just gets wrecked by Thanos <laughs> because Nebula. This is another thing. Nebula opened the portal so Thanos's like ship could come in. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it just the one small ship though? Because. That that was another thing that didn't make sense to me is like she let the one small ship come in from the portal from the past and then instantly they shot the portal and destroyed the portal. How did all the other things come too? No, she opened up a portal for the sanctuary, his giant ship. Was it his giant ship? Yeah, it was his giant ship. I thought it was just ship. a small ship. Well, it started off small because that's how the quantum realm works. You're small and then you get big. Yeah. So it started off small and then it blew through the roof of the HQ and got huge. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, they destroy HQ, and then what? they're all scrambling. Raccoon's, like, choking. Not choking. Yeah, drowning. they're, so they're on the bottom sad. floor, drowning, almost dying. Hulk's holding them up. Ant-Man had to save them, turning into Giant Man. Which is what we saw in the trailers, where he's, like, jumping off the pencil and everything. Yeah. He goes down and then gets big to, like, make space for him. Hawkeye finds the gauntlet, has to outrun, like, the Thanos killer dogs, whatever they are. Why'd you point at me, Ty? Uh, because there's a scene with that later on that I think we need to talk about and do some research. Okay. Look back. So that happens. He kind of outruns them, kills them, slices their heads off or whatever. And then what else was happening? Oh, Nebula finds Nebula finds Hawkeye, and then it's the other Nebula with Gamora, and they have a little standoff. And then that <laughs> the bad Nebula goes to shoot old Gamora, and then the current good Nebula shoots bad Nebula, which... I guess since it's alternate realities, new Nebula doesn't die because like the whole time travel thing is like you kill your past self, you you cease to exist, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I'm living to will, willing to live with those results. And then then you have the main fight scene from uh, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man fighting Thanos, getting their asses kicked. You have the cool scene where well Thor wields both his weapons because he gets Mjolnir when he's in Asgard. Yeah, when he goes back in time. So he has Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, and it's like this cool scene. His beard gets braided. He's like full of electricity. Kind of hurts Thanos at first, but then it's get finally gets beast beat it, not beat it, bested. Yeah. And then Thanos has the Stormbreakers pushing in his chest. He's about to kill him, and then you see Captain America throw the hammer at. Yeah, Thanos. Mjolnir floats in the air and goes away from Thor. Yeah, and then it's Captain America holding Mjolnir, which they teased five years ago or yeah. when Ultron came out. Maybe not five. It's like four. And then we see Captain America with his shield and Mjolnir. Starting to fuck up Thanos. Didn't beat uh, him, but... Solid 45 seconds of just beating the shit out of Thanos. He's yeah. like kicking him, throws the shield, hits the shield with the hammer, yeah. electrocutes him, like full-on ass-kicking scene. Thanos was very overpowered. Very, very overpowered. Especially without the stones. I was like... 
I thought that was a little bit like I mean they still beat his ass on certain things, but yeah. then there's other scenes where he seemed way too strong without any of the stones. Yeah. So that all happens, but then Thanos starts kicking his ass and breaks part of his shield, and then it has the scene we saw in the trailer where he readjusts his his shield and he's like ready to fight. And then the part that wasn't in the trailer, you hear Falcon saying, "It was Falcon, right?" Yeah, saying like, "He says on your left." Yeah, which is what back in Winter Soldier when he meets Falcon, <laughs> they're running around the Washington Monument, uh-huh. and you know Falcon's jogging around as a normal dude, and Captain America keeps saying, "On your left, on your left," because he's lapping him oh. over and over again. Oh. So it's a callback to like the first time they met. And then you see the Doctor Strange portal open, and you see Falcon and Spider-Man. Just everyone. There's so many different portals. Every single person. Has been in the MCU. Yeah. All the wizards, all the um, Wakanda warriors. Uh, Space. People like Thor and uh, Valkyrie and all them. Yeah. Korg was... I didn't... Did Korg have an actual fight scene? He came in the battle, but I don't remember if I saw him fighting anyone. Riley said she did. I think he had one... Yeah, he had one brief scene where he fought somebody. I missed it. I missed oh, it because I, I was like upset. I was like, why wasn't Korg in the final fight scene? She's like, he was. I was like, I know he was there, but they didn't show anything. And yeah. So then they're all fighting. And it well, was I, a I badass say, moment. It was right before they all showed up, though. I thought it was fucking awesome because you see Thanos, his entire army, the ships, the flying creatures. At that moment, Iron Man's knocked out. Thor somewhere else. And it's literally just Captain America yeah. against everyone else. He doesn't know people are coming. Yeah. yeah. And he still stands up to be Captain America with, you know, thousands of people across from him. Yeah. And then he gets all the help and everything. That but was an it, awesome scene. It's I got really chills when scene. I watched it. Yeah. Just everyone come through and then. And you see, yeah, like you said, it's just fucking portals everywhere and every single character in the MCU, like I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> and then Spider-Man kind of explained how the dusting worked. He told Tony, like. Oh, you know when I faded away, you know I it was like felt like five seconds, and then I came back and Doctor Strange. I must have passed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Doctor Strange said it was five years in the future, and we had to go save you, which is kind of convenient. Like everyone just wakes up, like, oh, it's five years. Oh, let's go help them. Like, how did every single person know that it was time to help? It had to have been something, Doctor Strange. They didn't really explain it. It was just everyone. His sorcery, maybe somehow. Yeah. Because how would like the people in Wakanda know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone. No one was there anymore from... Doctor Strange was like literally the only one that knew that was going to happen. So. Mm-hmm. But whatever, I'm willing to live with it. I didn't need yeah. five minutes of them explaining how Doctor Strange told everyone. Yeah. And then there was a really good scene right after that, after he's talking to Stark. Like, he doesn't say anything and just comes over and hugs oh, yeah. Parker, that was like emotional. Peter Parker. Yeah. I was like, ooh, right in the gut. Probably started crying. I got teary-eyed. And then they have, they have their bitch in, act- their bitch in action scene. Just fight in. They have like uh, Hawkeye running with the gauntlet. They're trying to get it into Pym's van. So they can send the stones back yeah. to their own time. And then it's kind of like a hot potato. I know Black Panther had it for a little bit. And then Spider-Man had it. And then... So this is what I wanted to get at. Okay. They're all running through the battlefield with the gauntlet. Yeah. Whoever had Black Panther as their running back when we did our MCU things. Uh-huh. That's not a good look, bro. He fumbled that gauntlet and dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him with one rushing I attempt and he fumbled. I think. Yeah, because I had like so first I, I might have been fucked then. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing, why didn't they? Well, never mind, never mind. I just answered my own question. Never mind. I was gonna say, why didn't they just snap then and there to get Thanos and his army to leave? Oh, because it would have killed whoever. What if? What if Black Panther did it and the suit just absorbed the energy? Is the I, suit not that powerful? That would have been insane. I probably not. His suit just absorbs the energy and just like Poof. you just see him glowing like fucking. And then he's just the Infinity Gauntlet. He's not Black Panther. He's like Rainbow Panther. The rest of the MCU. <laughs> That's super fucking politically correct. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Um, so they're kind of juggling it. More action. You don't have to get through in depth on all the fights. Yeah, scenes. I think it was just like Hawk scene gave it to Black Panther, gave it to Spider Man, and they all just kind of passing it off. Oh, they had a bitch and girls scene with all the girls, with Pepper Potts and Valkyrie. Oh and- well, right before that, Captain. You know, there's uh, Thanos says, "Start firing down from above from the ship." And like, yeah. is wiping out the battlefield with like missiles and shit. Captain Marvel shows up, single handedly just through. destroys his ship. fucking just, giant ship. Doesn't even punch anything; just flies through it and, and just destroys blows it. up to fucking hell. Yeah. And then she comes down and grabs the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then there's the whole army in front of her, and Spider Man's like, "How are you going to get it over there?" Yeah. And then another fucking all female scene where it's like she has help. Yeah, that was cool. That was a cool moment. And it was like Valkyrie, Scarlet Witch, uh, not Black Widow. Unfortunately, but uh, Pepper Potts in her rescue armor, which they teased earlier yeah. in the movie, she's so now rescue the superhero. Yeah, um, I don't know all the fucking chicks that have been in it. Yeah, way just... more than Infinity War. Because Infinity War had like a smaller version of that. Yeah, this one was fucking everybody. And then they mowed through everyone. There was the fight scene with Captain Marvel and Thanos, and Captain Marvel was like overpowering them. And then Thanos uses the Power Stone. Well, what happened? She like she fought him, and then he re- and he won. Okay, so he had the gauntlet in his hand, and he went to snap it, and she grabbed his hand. But and I think there was it. a no, there was a fight scene before that, like a brief one where they encountered each other, and he got the best of her or something. Like she was beating the shit out of him, and then he hit her away, got the gauntlet, and then went to snap, and that's when she came back and stopped him from snapping. It was something like that because I remember they fought briefly for like three punches at most, and then he like pushed her away, got the gauntlet. And then was about to snap, and that's when she came back in the scene. Like, he, he fought with someone else, maybe, then got the gauntlet, was about to snap. That's when she came back in the scene, stopped him from snapping, and was like, he tried heading butting her, and she just fucking ate it like a yeah. champ. And was, like, about to beat the shit out of him, but then he pulled the Power Stone out of the... Gauntlet. Out of the gauntlet, and then, like, blasted her with it. Yeah, he grabbed it in his other hand and punched her with it in his other hand, so it was, like, the Power Stone. That was stone. a cool move. I, I like that. was, yeah. I was like, that's pretty bitchin'. And then he uh, throws it back in the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Goes to snap again. Well, goes to snap again, and what happens? Tony runs up and like hits him, and then Tony gets hit away, like right away. Tony flies over to him to stop him from snapping it. Yeah. And then right away we see Tony get on top of Thanos, and Thanos throws him off. Yeah, yeah. Thanos snaps. Nothing happens. Oh yeah, because Tony took switched him out somehow tony as he was over there got all the stones no 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 the what, the gauntlet was like chilling on the floor wasn't it no it was in his hand it was after the captain marvel thing no because i could have sworn there was a scene where it was chilling on the floor and that's when he looked at dr strange and dr strange told him like the one possibility that's when tony knew that he had to like go stop him like Thanos picked it up and was about to snap or something you might be right. Because yeah. there was like a slight delay. It wasn't like right away he was like, he beat he, yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel and he was about to snap. I think it fell off his hand or something. Something happened and then Doctor Strange and Tony make eye contact. Yeah. And he says, you know, one. There's one fucking way. Yeah. And so he was like, whatever, you know. He, he said earlier, he's like, if I tell you what it does, like how it happens, it won't happen. Yeah. So he just looks at him, kind of hints at him like one fucking way. Yeah. And then Tony, right when he's about to snap again, Tony goes up, does some quick Slide a hand magician. I don't know how he pulled that off. He had to just like hit it with his suit and have the soup grab him or something. Yeah, the nanotech or whatever. Yeah. Thanos snaps. I called it too. I told Riley, I was like, he's not going to have anything in it. He snaps and then nothing was in it. Well, I thought he was, I thought what Tony was going to do when he went over there, I thought, because when Dr. Strange did one, I thought he was telling him one, one oh, just infinity needs stone. One stone. I thought he was going to take one stone out of it. So when Thanos snaps, he's just like, what the heck? And then just gets like blasted by the power stone yeah. or whatever. 
and then they do the snap or whatever. But yeah, takes the gauntlet off of him. And then, because right before Thanos has the line, the I am inevitable snaps and nothing happens. Finds out Tony has the, the gauntlet. And then Tony delivers the heartbreaking I am Iron Man. Which, it was dramatic. I loved it. But, like, you think Thanos would be, like, running at him or something? <laughs> like, because he paused. That was, like, a 10-second line. He's like, I am. And then, like, paused. And Thanos is just staring at him. Like, well, I think he's, like, frozen. Like, holy shit. He's wielding yeah. all the Infinity Stones. Because before that moment, Thanos, well, I guess Hulk wielded all of them, yeah. too. But he's never seen anyone else do it. And so yeah. he kind of froze. Yeah. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fine with it, too. I'm just nitpicking. Yeah. And then snaps. And then Thanos and all his people dust away. And then. So, yeah. He snaps Thanos and his army. And Thanos, and then Iron Man dies. You see Iron Man all burnt up. He's all burnt up. It was kind of, it was kind of sad, like funny sad, because like Spider Man ran over. He's like, "Can you hear me? Can you hear me?" And Tony kind of just like ignored him. Like I thought he was already dead. <laughs> and then it was all sad. And I was like, "Oh, he's already dead." But then Pepper came over and he said something to Pepper. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, he's fucking ignoring Spider Man." <laughs> I think it's War Machine comes over because that's his best friend from yeah. the first movie. And then Spider Man, and then Pepper. She says, "It's okay. You can rest now." And he dies. With his eyes open and I open dead. There goes Iron Man. And there goes Tyler's water. Oh, I was fucking bawling. I was tearing up too. It was a sad moment. I was bawling. And then. Like, I was alright. I was alright when he was dying. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's dying. It's like, you can rest now. And I was like, oh, that, that boy dead. And then they have the whole funeral scene. Everyone's there except Korg. Korg's on the hot seat, not showing up to the funeral. Yeah, what the fuck, Korg? <laughs> like, literally everyone was there except Korg. All in suits and shit. Um, one little person, everyone was confused. There's a kid, a blonde kid who looked like a teenager. It was the kid from Iron Man 3. Yes. Who helped him when he didn't have his suit and everything. Yes. Um, oh, did you also notice that Hawkeye, his family, they had an Asian kid next to him. Did you notice that? Yeah. Did they really? That was another, in the scene, it was Hawkeye's family and standing right next to them was an Asian kid. And my guess is maybe he adopted one of the kids that he killed the guy he killed in japan like one of his kids or something. like the main guy where they were having the dialogue maybe that was his kid so i didn't, I didn't notice that or something maybe the kid was dusted came back and then they're going to explain that maybe that's laying the groundwork for the the movie we talked about the shang chi or whatever his name is oh shit yeah i saw that and i was like Ooh. i probably is that i didn't even notice it yeah um, doing shit, but they go through the funeral. <laughs> everyone shows up. You see Maria Hill, and Nick Fury finally show up. The only time they're in the movie. Yeah. Um, and then they have like a little memory thing. And Tony, they push out on the lake, and it's the original arc reactor. Yeah. Says proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Yeah, it was sad. It was Fucking a heart dead. It was a tearjerker, man. Oh, right before that too. Um, before they go on the quantum realm mission or whatever, Tony records himself basically. Yeah, with the barf. Barf is that what it was called? No, his it technology. It was the same thing we see at the in the trailer where he's just recording himself on yeah, his yeah. helmet. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he just recorded himself. And he was saying how like he hopes it it was worth it and everything, and then he's like, "Wait, it's all gonna go as good. Why am I saying like, this? everything's good?" And then says, "I love you three thousand to his daughter because that's what she's the last thing she said to him before he left." Fucking heartbreaking. Waterworks yeah. again. Yeah, dead. I was it fucking was balling my eyes because he's all happy and everything. He's dead. They're he's at the finally funeral. got what he wants, and he's got this little five-year-old daughter. Finally gets what he wants, like a family, and then he oh. sacrifices it for the greater good. I'll start crying again. We could talk about that in a second. Then you have the final scene with uh, Captain America going back in time to replace all the stones. This is where we had our debate because he replaces all the stones, and it's the whole thing. Like it's only going to take five seconds to. 
it's going to be however long he needs and then but to us it's going to be five seconds so they send him in the in the past it's wait Hulk, five bucky seconds. and falcon who are all waiting for him wait five seconds they go to bring him back he doesn't come back and then they see old man captain america sitting on the bench gives falcon which i was surprised i thought it was gonna be bucky gives falcon the captain america shield so he's gonna live on as captain america yeah because captain america is like at least 100 years old in yeah. this scene he's done he's lived his life and this is where we had our debate because i brought up the point with the alternate timelines and everything like how does he bring the stones back to different timelines but then get old in this timeline and then tyler brought up a kind of good point but then i brought up the point that in winter soldier he has that scene where he talks to and i think that's the only scene that kind of ruins it interesting and the whole tv series with peggy Carter. that's what i'm saying but... they did the tv series with peggy carter where she has boyfriends and stuff but the the movie ends we see him give the shield to captain america the very end it's like 1940 or whatever we and see he's an dancing old with her he gets his dance and with peggy fades fades away yeah yeah we said that the best way to fix that would be if they zapped him back five seconds later as an old man yes yeah, so like he, he came lived back... his life in that other reality exactly with peggy in that reality but instead he doesn't get zapped back he just shows up on a park bench and i believe it's in... his way over there <laughs> yeah i believe it's implied that he was alive the entire time for the whole mcu timeline he lived out his life and there was two captain americas alive at the same time yeah is what it kind of implies, and he lived out his life, and then gave him his shield. And it's one of those classic, like comic book. Doesn't really make sense, but since it's a comic book movie, we're just gonna yeah, say and, it makes and sense. The only reason that one hundred because we went back and forth on it, and we were doing good <laughs> for a while, but the fact that Peggy sees young Captain America in, I think it's the Winter Soldier, yeah, talks to young Captain America, and you know, is like, oh my god, it's you, yeah. In if it was the case that he went back and lived his entire life in the MCU and was alive that entire time, she would know she would be married to him. Yeah. You know, there wouldn't be, Oh my God, it's you young Captain America. She'd been living her life with him already. Yeah. And you could, you could be like, Oh, well Captain America just told her to act surprised when you see younger Captain America that way. Younger Captain America doesn't know. But that's just like a lot of mind. Yeah. That's a lot of things you have to come up with on your own and not a lot of people. Not a lot of people are even going to notice it's somewhat of a plot hole. It's just us diving deep on it. Yeah. I mean, well, no, because there's, there's a lot of articles. How oh, it was, really? Like, the ending scene made no sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it I'm was a alone. lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, great movie. We Fantastic. We could talk about 40 minutes just about the movie itself. Yeah. Oh, right before that scene with Captain America happens, they go to New Asgard. Thor says, all right, Valkyrie. Yeah, like we said earlier. Yeah, you're the you, new... get, you get to be the new leader. And she said, well, what do you do? And he says, well, I have a ride, and it's the Guardians of the Galaxy ship, and we see Rocket Raccoon yell at him. Yeah, and then you see Peter Quill a little missing the Gamora thing, like, on the screen, and then he swipes it over, and they have the whole, like, power. Who's the new captain? Yeah. It's Peter Quill. It's a good dynamic with Peter Quill and uh, Thor. We could talk about that with uh, one of my questions addresses that. We could talk about it then. Uh, the first thing I want to actually analyze the movie about, since we spent 44 minutes just talking about That's what happened, right. uh, Iron Man. Okay. I sent Riley a long old text message about how I was actually felt happy after his death. And I felt, like, satisfied. Why is that? Well, I, I just, felt like crying. <laughs> it was sad. No, don't get me wrong. I wasn't sitting there, like, smiling about it. But it was just like, you, you built this character. You go out on a limb 11 years ago. You know, Iron Man was not a popular superhero 11 years ago, you know? Like, not at all. Comic book fans, you know, and, like, people knew who Iron Man was. He was a B-list comic book character. Absolutely. And... You know, you go out on a limb and you make this Iron Man movie with, I'm assuming they've always had the intent of doing a franchise. I don't know if 
this ending has always been the intent. You know, they could say all they want. They wanted to do the yeah. Infinity Saga. I mean, they but... set it up to make multiple movies. I don't think they could have at all predicted yeah. this. So, you know, you set, you throw, you just throw it at the wall and hope it sticks. You hire a failing actor, you know, an actor who's had drug problems. Comes and... back, makes one good movie, and then you risk it on him. Were you planning on starting a franchise? Yeah. And his whole character arc from the beginning is kind of like, he always is focused on the greater good. And you got, we got a glimpse of that when he talked to his dad, where his dad said, I hope he's nothing like me. And he makes that one comment where he's like my own self interests or the, the greater good never gets in the way of my own self interest or something like that. This is always gets in the way, always gets in the way. Yeah. So the greater good. So that's what his dad says. And you know, it shows he has that same characteristics as his dad. So, and then, you know, and that's what his whole character arc has been, has been, you know, he's had all these opportunities to settle down or, you know, and it's always like about the greater good, the greater good. And then you have this final scene. I sent this long old text message to Rye, but you have this long old scene where he's willing to give up everything he's had, you know, his family he has, and he's willing yeah, not to only that, kill he's willing, himself. Willing to give up. Well, he now was at the like beginning. He didn't want to do anything because yeah. he was content. He told the Avengers no, because he had a daughter. He had a wife. He was living a normal life in a cabin. Yeah, just and he was content, and he finally was willing to, for the greater yeah. good, to save the universe, sacrifice himself. My text, and I think I was half asleep when I said this. I said it was sad but brilliant story storytelling. So he kicked off this franchise. He is the origin. It is only fitting that he is the one that pays the ultimate sacrifice to save everyone. Parentheses, even though we know Galactus is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> His entire entire character is built on the well being of the greater good. Something his dad alluded to in that scene. Very rarely do we see original storytelling like this, where the character literally is in a franchise for 11 years and however many films, because he hasn't been in all 22, and comes full circle from his first moment to his last. It was a fitting way to put an end to the character and usher in the new phase of the MCU, likely with Spidey as the lead. They didn't drag him on too long where the character became stale and unbearable in a sense, and they didn't just write him off into the sunset. I said, as Pepper said, he could rest easy now. <laughs> I think that was it. He, it was showed he nonstop was working. His entire character arc was a better good. He was working, 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 trying to find a way to protect. Yeah. And they even said it at the beginning. When he gets back from state, uh, space, he's completely malnourished and everything. Oh, yeah. It's a huge argument with Captain America. Yeah. It's like, I said I wanted a fucking suit around the world to yeah. protect everyone, and you guys stopped me from doing that. Yeah. And so that was his whole thing. That's what he wanted from the beginning. Yep. He's the one that took the nuke into space, which I mean, yeah. that there was like kind of a foreshadow, like he's willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good. Almost. Yeah. That's, almost does. Almost dies. And then, yeah, this time he actually does die. And it was, it was brilliant. I mean, they didn't let the character go on too long. He died for his purpose. That's been his purpose the entire MCU. Yeah. And it's like, there's no better way to write that. I think, I, I think as heartbreaking as it was, I, I agree with you. It's the perfect ending for Iron you Man. You can't, you know, I would have felt a little slighted if he lived and he just retired because the Iron Man character is he can't retire. He can't just be like, you know, that's what I mean? his whole mentality. He, you know, he nearly lost Pepper. I think it was Iron Man 2 or whatever because he wouldn't stop working. She told him no more and he just kept working. Yeah. At the beginning of Infinity War, he said, I'm ready to settle down. No more surprises. Someone shows up. He's Iron Man still. And the he first has to scene, do it. The first thing he says, not the first thing, one of the first things he said in this movie is, I know I said no more surprises, but. I thought I could pull off one last one. Yeah. So. So it's just his he, whole life. He, he would have lived with that mindset. Going. He would have tried to fight Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have. Um, Very fitting ending for the, you know, the character that started it all was the one who helped finish that whole infinity saga. Yeah. And then cap, you know, he had a fitting ending. He did. He finally got to retire. Um, 
issues with that. So what? if we want to analyze that now. Sure. Captain America. We kind of already talked about it, but are you saying something new? Yeah. Okay. So Captain America goes back in time and they're saying he lived out his entire life as a super soldier. Okay. With Peggy Carter. Okay. From the MCU and what he knows up to that point before he goes back to live out his life. He knows Bucky's alive. Yeah. And while he goes back in time, Bucky's being tortured by the Russians, being used to kill people. Yeah. He knows Hydra is in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Running all of that. And somehow Captain America decides to let all of those events happen instead of going and stopping them. It's, maybe, it's like it's... That's the issue with time travel. It's that's supposed to be implied where it's just like, oh, he let it happen because he didn't want to change the future. But that, that's not Captain America's. So they did a great thing with Iron Man. Yeah. They kind of fucked up Captain America. That's who Captain America is. If something is wrong, he stands for what he believes is right. Yeah. No that was Civil War. He got into it with one of his best friends, Iron Man, because yeah. of what he thought was right. Yeah. But then they're implying he just sat on the sidelines and let everything happen to his best friend growing up. Yeah. You know, to S.H.I.E.L.D., people are dying. S.H.I.E.L.D., who Peggy works for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his wife works for this company, and Hydra's taking them over, and he just lets it happen. Yeah. I think that's an issue that... Yeah. To go along with the time travel that's thing. That's what... Yeah, the whole... I don't know, maybe, the, like we said, zapping them back instead of keeping them in that timeline would have been better. But it yeah. is what it is. I mean... I think it would have been better if it was a different, completely different timeline. And it was the exact same thing, he gets zapped back. He's an old man, and he now has his shield. He brings his shield back with him. Yeah. Because it gets destroyed when he's fighting Thanos. His shield gets broken in yeah. half. But he brings back a fully new, perfect shield to yeah, get the yeah. Falcon. If he just got zapped back, brought it back, it was a whole different timeline. There would have been none of these issues. Yeah. Yeah. But since he showed up outside of the quantum suit thing. Yeah. Um, two of my questions, it was just, what's next about the other, you know, original six? You know, what's next for the Guardians and Thor? Do you think Thor is going to play a role in Guardians 3? Okay, so there's been rumors that there's going to be a Thor 4 in the works. Yeah. there We already can confirm that there's a Guardians 3. Yeah. What if Thor 4... Is Guardians 3? Is Valkyrie's movie. Oh. Valkyrie's the new leader of Asgard. What if Thor 4, Valkyrie's the new Thor? The new God of Thunder. I don't think she gets the God of Thunder... Stuff. whatever she's the new leader of asgard and she becomes that warrior and thor 4 isn't actually thor 4 it's an asgardian yeah and then guardians 3 is thor with the guardians do you think he's gonna be like but do you think he's gonna be like a fighter or do you think he's gonna be like an old wisdom guy who's just gonna like kind of like help when he needs to but then kind of just like give thor him with advice. the guardians yeah i think he's gonna be i think from what what is it Taika Taika Waititi yeah. <laughs> I think with what he did with that character and he made him such a comedic character and then they made him fat in this movie made him such yeah. a comedic character I think he's gonna play in good with the Guardians and I think in three it's gonna, supposedly, I think it's gonna be the search for like Gamora or something. I think it's gonna be the search for Gamora but I also think Adam Warlock's gonna be it yeah he's supposed to be super strong and so I think Thor's gonna be kind of their equalizer against Adam yeah. Warlock helping them search for Gamora yeah I wonder how they're gonna do that whole Gamora thing because like did the past Gamora fade in the dust they didn't show that they kind of left that open for interpretation past gamora yeah did she or did i miss it you see i don't it was never shown what That's, happened see, with her exactly so is that are they looking for her or are they trying to find like the one that go got killed you... and she came back or something or yeah. they're trying to do time travel i would assume 2014 gamora stayed in present day yeah and they're trying, to, and find they're trying her. to find her and rebuild their relationship type thing probably it's probably what it's going to be yeah but but they, that was one thing they left open for interpretation. 
And then uh, they'll explain it in the future movies. What's next for uh, Hulk, you think? And that's when I wrote Hot Take, didn't like Professor Hulk. Do you think he's going to be in the movies, or do you think... Because they didn't write him off or anything. They didn't write him off, but he's damaged now. His entire right side of his body's wrong, like hurt. He had his yeah. arm in a sling. But even if they did something where they somehow separated like Banner from the Hulk... Like, what if the snap... That would have been perfect. The snap, all the energy from the snap separated like the gamma from Bruce Banner or something. Well, even when he goes to the Ancient One to get the stone... She does that thing where she hits his chest yeah. and he's like out of body. So the Hulk is laying on the ground, but Banner's like soul is the one floating. Yeah. They could have done it there where they separated him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I believe he's probably going to, that was kind of them writing him off. And I could see him not showing up for, you know, five years. <laughs> and like, oh, I know somebody who can help type thing in like a way future movie. Oh, and it's like a big old pop. Like, like they don't. Like, they don't ever announce it beforehand. And then in a movie, they're like, oh, we have someone that can help. And then Thor or Hulk comes on screen you and see, the theater just pops. Yeah, old I mean. man, Professor yeah. Thor or Professor Hulk working yeah. in a lab somewhere doing something. I don't know. We'll see. They didn't. He's like the only one that doesn't have like any direction whatsoever, I feel like, out of the core. Yeah. And I mean, you saw him get upset when Natasha died because they made that love story type yeah. thing. And they never really built on it and then she dies and he's upset yeah so he now he doesn't have his love interest for them to even build on that yeah his you know the main three avengers are now gone one's in outer space one's dead and one's an old man yep i i don't know what they do with him exactly i mean i no guess direction. even hawkeye has direction they're doing that kate bishop yeah kate bishop show thing. um i guess you could say he's now the brains Tony's dead. He's now their go-to scientist for Avenger stuff. Yeah. But even then, you have Shuri. Yeah. Um, Do you think Vision's going to come back? Well, actually, Vision is coming back, I think, because they're doing the WandaVision, WandaVision. show. But th- there was no mention of him. Everyone was speculating Shuri downloaded him or whatever. Yeah. He's going to come back. Shuri was actually dead. They never, you know, beforehand, they said Shuri didn't get dusted. She didn't get her scene in Infinity War, her getting dusted. Yeah. So everyone assumed she was alive. Everyone was confused in the trailers thinking it was like a fake thing when it said she was missing in the trailer. said that in the movie, too. Yeah, but it yeah. said in the movie. She was actually dusted. So she yeah. never did anything with Vision or anything like people were expecting. No, because she was downloading the data before he got on the battlefield. Yeah, but everyone was expecting in this movie for them to go to Wakanda and her to be like, her still be alive after Thanos. Oh, yeah. And be like, so. oh, well, I downloaded Vision and Vision comes back for the movie. Yeah. Vision's still dead. But they could bring up. They're going to bring him back for the show somehow. He'll probably obviously. still come back for the show, but they didn't do anything yeah. in the movie. You know, he's still dead for in Endgame. Yeah. Um, which I think is surprising. I think a lot of people expected them to build off that thing with Shuri. Yeah. Um, those you had another question thing you said. I have a lot of questions. Keep them coming. One smaller question: How was Pepper Potts so good at kicking ass? I know she did the little scene in Iron Man three, but she was like kicking ass, kicking ass. So. <laughs> I think they never actually expand. That was another kind of plot hole with Iron Man 3. She got these superhuman powers where she's super strong. She can heal herself. I remember herself, that, yeah. And they didn't do anything with yeah. it. And then at the beginning, you see Morgan, which is the daughter. Yeah. With her mom. He's like, where'd you get mommy's helmet? And it's the rescue helmet. Yeah. She shows up at the end and starts kicking ass with everybody. Yeah. I think it's implied that, hey, I made her a suit. She's been training. Tony's been having her train and everything. Yeah. Um. You know, she's got the super strength that they never really picked up on it or anything, but she has it. Yeah. So I think it's implied she's been kind of fighting. I mean, even with that, why the fuck can Tony Stark fight? Yeah, I know. He was just a billionaire dude who built a suit. Like, yeah. he never had combat training or anything. It's just one of those superhero things. Yeah, it's a superhero thing. Um, 
I have one for you. Um, as of right now, two two things that go along with this. Okay. As of right now, there's a five year time jump in Endgame. They are in 2023 when the movie ends. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you think the next Avenger takes place in the future, or do you think all of the movies are set kind of at the same time, moving forward throughout the next five years, our time? So there's going to be an Eternals movie that takes place in the past. There's going to be Spider-Man Homecoming that takes place, you know, whatever. Do you think Guardians takes place at the same time and they don't move the timeline forward? They just, a bunch of stuff takes place. a lot of prequels. That would kind of suck, honestly. And then that way they can catch up with their five-year time jump. That would kind of suck. But they, they see, the, the franchise doesn't have to be in 2019. You know what I mean? Like It can take place whenever. I'm just yeah. saying, what do you think they're going to do with that? Because they're now five years ahead of real I mean, time. That kind of makes sense. Because still, the Spider-Man Homecoming still doesn't... That's where the five-year gap... That was one of my questions. The five-year yeah. gap is a huge issue with Spider-Man when you're a teenager. So if you're an adult and you get dusted and there's a five-year difference between Tony and Doctor Strange... like doesn't matter. That's not a big... But when you're filming a movie with high schoolers like if some of them survived the snap they're going to be older so are we just assuming that every single one of them got snapped and that's why they're all still the same age so what if yeah what if homecoming what if when he's on the bus and the thing comes in infinity war what if that's them coming back from the field trip like all that happened before infinity war even yeah i and they do stuff it, like that i doubt it too but like they have to explain something because me and you were talking about it Say someone was a senior that went to school with Peter Parker. Yeah. He survived the snap. Peter Parker didn't. He could be a teacher at the school, <laughs> working at the school when Peter Parker comes yeah. back for home for far from home. Yeah. So they're going to have to explain. I do strongly think there's CGI or something going on. I, Spider, the far trailers. from home will explain it. You know, we'll they will. have a grasp on how they're doing everything. Because if that's in the past, then we can kind of assume that all the other ones are probably going to be... In the, well, I mean, Eternals is almost confirmed for in the past. Black Widow's in the past. Far From Home supposedly picks up right after this. Is that what they said? Yeah, they said it picks up, like, almost right after Endgame. Your theory of the movie ending at the beginning of Infinity War made so much sense, and the whole five-year thing just throws it way off, dude. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what and when. I'm assuming Guardians is going to take place right after Endgame, too. So that's four movies yeah. right there that they can space out to catch up with their five-year jump. But the biggest issue is going to be Far From Home. Well, they usually do like two a year. so And they got Far From Home coming out in like three months. Yeah. Which is our next hype They'll movie. have to fill stuff in here and there, but... I don't know. They haven't really announced anything. Like, there's been stuff... Like, they've, they've announced been, they've stuff, been but nothing's in production, game, really. At least they haven't announced anything. The only uh, stuff... Doctor Strange 2 is coming out. I know they've announced it, but I don't. when I read the other week... Last week, you said nothing was in production besides Spider-Man, which is in post, and that Shang-Chi movie, which is in pre-development. Everything else has just been announced. I don't know what they do. Do you think the Shang-Chi movie, if it is that Asian kid or something, takes place in the middle of Endgame during that five-year thing? So another prequel? While everything's dusted and he's becoming a warrior while kind of civilization's fucked? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. It's... I think they can do a lot of prequels or they might in that five have to in that five-year to catch up to 2023. So when 2023 comes around our time, that's the next Avengers See, but I don't, movie or something. I don't care if I don't care if if you know the Avengers is five years ahead of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't care either. But I think that's probably what they're going to end up doing because they already have two prequels set. Or like I said before the podcast, they do the whole bullshit where the next Avengers movies are going to be in like a different timeline 
where 2014 Thanos was killed, Infinity War never happened, and all the other stuff with like Tony Stark still happening. The Peter Parker scenes really when Infinity War started, like you said, on the bus, and then but they just write off, you know, Iron Man like oh he retired or something because yeah something stupid like that. You know what I mean? Like I would hate that, but what if they just started a new freaking timeline? They could. They could. That's the problem with this this franchise. They can do whatever like, they want moving forward. You know. Yeah. Because this was like the end of that, but then they're still trying to do more. So, I don't know, man. It's tough. There's some there's some shit to think about. I'm really excited for Far From Home now. I mean, this helps sets it up because they didn't explain <laughs> enough, so I need to go watch that movie to figure out what's going on. Oh, yeah. Well, you were going to go watch it regardless. I, I was, but <laughs> perfect planning by them. I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see it. It'll Hopefully, it answers questions. It, it might be it one better. of those movies where... It doesn't answer the question until the post credit scene, but it has to address it in the beginning. Like, there's no way they can just pick up on this field trip. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's there's no way. There has to be something in the beginning. You know, there has to be a reason for everyone who just came back after being gone for five years goes right on a field trip. Yeah, like they're gonna have to explain how civilization. You know, what if the population? You know, it got cut in half and everything went to shit. Now imagine the population just doubles instantly. Yeah. And everything's already to shit. Like, they have so much stuff they yeah. have to do. Living arrangements for fucking traffic. And, yeah. you know, you see parking lots full of cars from people who died, like, around City Field. Like, they're going to have to clear all that out and everything. Like, there's a <laughs> lot of shit they have to do. Yeah. yeah and then, oh, was it? I mean, the Nick Fury scene kind of makes sense now. And Spider-Man, he's probably, it's probably going to be like, now that Tony's dead, you're the new leader. Tony always talked about you, and he always said how he wanted you to be the, the face. Next yeah. him basically so i don't know well, i guess they have him technically because in the comic books he's a scientist type thing so he could kind of help be the science mind who uh peter oh as they go on like he goes through school and then probably the third movie he's in college or something yeah um it's a five-year thing that's fucking killing me dude yeah it's i don't know how they're gonna do it May- i don't know how is, yeah i don't know do they all go back in time i don't know it's tough it's what they read because they still have the well did they have wait so how did question how did captain america go back in time anyways at the end of the movie he got the extra pin particles from the 70s oh how many did he grab five or six of them maybe they used that to send spider-man back oh but they had a completely in the time of iron man dying and iron man's funeral they built an entire another like stand thing for him to go yeah. back in time because they destroyed it in that battle. Well, you can make the inference that maybe that was like a two, three month lapse. You know what I mean? I don't know how long before it takes. his funeral. Yeah. Well, bef- between the funeral and him going back in time, but then you just have the Infinity Stone. Well, it doesn't really matter because you're going back in time. Well, I, get, I thought it was like at his funerals when he went back in time to fix everything because it took place at his cabin. Maybe I don't know. But I guess you're right. It could could have could have been a jump. Taken time, yeah. But yeah, that's maybe they use that in some way because it's still there. So maybe they use that in some way. I don't know how that would work at all either, though. I don't know. That's rough. It would have well, been this... better if they somehow prevented it and had it end at the beginning of Endgame or at the beginning of well, yeah, the beginning of Endgame. Or even if they would have done, you know, one year later. Just yeah. One year that would have still been an impactful. Holy shit! They've been living for a year. Yeah. Why they didn't have to do five fucking years? <laughs> yeah, it's it makes it hard, man. They it makes it real hard. I mean, I guess maybe for the story with Tony and his daughter. Probably. But that's probably the only reason. 
It's hard. I don't know what they're going to do. I think it just kind of goes back to our short words, overly awesome. They It was <laughs> extremely ambitious. They did a lot of shit, but with doing that badass stuff, they left some plot holes that they I seem to be okay with. Yeah. For the sake of giving the fans what they want to see. They want to see Captain America dancing. They want to see Iron Man have that send off. It was an awesome movie. And the next movies are going to dictate, you know, what they do. Like, they're going to, they decide their own future, I guess. Yeah, 100%. Because if they, if in Spider-Man they fail to explain it properly, you know. I mean, there's always going to have huge crowds, but there might be a little bit of people who have so much Avengers burnout. And now that this is over... There might just be like I think if I don't it, want to get reinvested, you know. I think if it wasn't Spider Man, it would probably flop. Yeah, the next movie. But I think Spider Man's a, a perfect character, perfect movie to go after Endgame. Yeah, but if they do a poor job of explaining how they're going to fix this or how the next phase is going to do, you movie know, there might be after Spider Man, the casuals might just you know check out. I think they're probably going to buy make enough money make enough money off of this movie. <laughs> to just pay for everything for the next 25 years so i don't think they even care they broke the uh star wars like thursday like 70 million or something like that yeah it was the opening thursday money um they've already made damn near 400 million damn and that was just from wednesday and thursday from china and the united states i'm predicting i'm predicting it now that shang chi movie is gonna like break records like bigger than i think it Black might, panther i think it might break overseas records because global not to sound racist but if you just look at the box office like chinese people love american culture well, chinese is the second biggest movie market yeah they love the they, avengers they, they love american culture and now that they're seeing themselves get represented in american culture that's gonna dude it's gonna be huge because they love right. superheroes and then it's gonna it's gonna be huge it's dude. the exact same thing as black panther yeah african americans love the representation that fucking movie blew up in america and that's going to happen in China for and in the China. Shang-Chi. You have a billion people. Yeah. In China, there's a lot more fucking people than there are. In so America. I wouldn't be surprised if that movie like quietly does like top five all time. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I, I could see it. Here's a question. The big, do you have any more questions for me before I ask mm, you the big nah. question? Let me hear the big question. The big you question. You're throw at me. I was going to ask you this before the movie, and, but it didn't really make sense. It makes better to it sound made more sense to ask you now. And I'm just bringing this on you. Does Avengers end game? Will it go down as the best superhero movie all time over The Dark Knight? 100%. Are you sure that's not just recency bias? Quality of movie. So if we're saying... Did it surpass The Dark Knight? If we're looking at... Because that's the standard. That is probably the standard. If we're looking at critics and just storyline and plot, it's close. If we're looking at it as diehard comic book fan... No, I'm talking like just pure, like critically a movie. Critically a movie? I think it's that's close. It's There's plot holes and stuff. That's what it gets... You know, it gets hard. Comic book fan, it's not even fucking close. No, yeah, I'm not arguing that. This is the biggest movie fucking ever for a comic book fan. It's going to be the biggest movie ever. It's going to be bigger than Star Wars and every. All yeah, of I'm that not arguing shit. that, but. Critically, I don't know. Because I will say Thanos isn't that good in this movie. Yeah, he was whatever. He's great in Infinity War, and that's why he works in this movie. But as far as being the villain, he doesn't do anything. He finds out about a plan. He blows them up and tries to kill him and just tries to snap at the end. Yeah. But this movie wasn't really a villain-driven movie. It was more like us learning more about the antagonist, protagonist. Which one's a good guy? Protagonist? Antagonist? Yeah, protagonist, I think. Learning more about the protagonist and kind of getting a deeper... I agree with that. But as far as critically wise, usually they need a good villain. Yeah. 
but I think they do so much with the protagonist in this movie. It's going to be close. I mean, right now, Avengers Endgame has 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. Dark Knight finished with 94. But the rating... But Black Panther has 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. The rating tends to, yeah, like, go down. Metacritic, which is, like, critic actual critics, I think, is 84 for Dark Knight. And like 70-something. Yeah, it was, like, 76 or something. So... I think it's close. Um, I, I'm going to have to rewatch so, The Dark Knight to answer they're that. They're so different movies. Oh, absolutely. They, they're so... I mean, I know they're both superhero movies... They are so much fucking different from one another. It's Absolutely. not even funny. It's so hard to compare. But in 10 years, if someone who's never seen a superhero... Well, you can't really say that because they can't really watch Endgame without watching everything else. Someone just asks, like, hey, what's the you know the greatest superhero movie of all time? What's the answer going to be? Well, Assuming I, none of the new ones are the answer. I think if someone asks that question 10 years from now, it's going to be Endgame. With how so. many characters there are, how much fucking action there is, how much comic book stuff well, there is. Well, it depends who you ask, though. If you ask one of us, you might say that. But if you ask a common, casual... If you ask my dad, my dad's probably going to say The Dark Knight because he hasn't followed the MCU as closely. You but know I think I mean? just with the badass action scenes and everything and the character mode, I think it is going to be Endgame. We'll see, man. I don't... Truly, I truly think I enjoyed Endgame more, but I think if you ask a biased middle... Of the, or a non-biased middle-of-the-road person, I, I think it'd be a lot closer. It might be a lot closer, but Survey I think people. the big scale of which this movie takes place, it's not a small but contained big story. doesn't always mean better. But the way they succeeded at making such a big scale story work so well. But we're not asking what's more enjoyable. We're just asking what's more. Well, you're asking what's the best movie, and I think people are going to say what they critically, enjoy the most. Critically. You ask yeah. critics who are not going to be biased. I think you ask 100 of the world's greatest critics. I don't know how close that is. I think it's a lot That's closer. That's an interesting question. Because critics tend to like smaller stories. I think you go out on the street, we go to downtown LA, and we just start asking people on Hollywood Boulevard 10 years from now. It'll probably be whatever the newest superhero movie is, because people just have a shit ton of recency bias. Maybe, but... Spider-Man 4, that was the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Mr. Brown in high school used to always talk about that, how everyone always says the best movie they've ever seen is the last one they saw in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of recency bias, but I, I, Dark Knight's up there. They're, they're both going to go down and be... Yeah. This is going to be so unique. Oh, yeah. It's culturally and just the impact it is. Nothing you know, even has come close yeah, to it, I want to say. insane. I don't think any of the Star Wars movies, which I can, I think are probably the closest to compare to this. Maybe Harry Potter as far as movies leading to one final movie. But the difference between those and this is those are like established storyline. Like, well, Star Wars, I think, was all George Lucas. That all came out of his brain. But like Harry Potter was obviously a book series. Like, that's still... It's like its own universe. It's like if you took Star Wars and Indiana Jones and what else is George Lucas? I don't Jurassic Park was that? No, that was Spielberg. I don't know. But it's like you took like, you know, like George Lucas's movies and like you throw them in the same universe and then you have this one big payoff at the or, end. Or there's episode, is episode one is Luke's story. Episode two is Leia's story. Episode three is Han Solo's story. Yeah. Episode four is Star Wars you know, versus Darth Vader. Yeah, exactly. It's, It'd be more like that. Yeah. That's why nothing can... This is going to go down in history as a huge cultural movie that's going to change cinema. It was... A lot only of people would argue it might be for the worst, though. 100%. Well, already this year, box office sales are down from, like, the past five, six years. They're, yeah. like, the worst they've ever been. Yeah. And that could be because everyone's like, well, it's not fucking Endgame, you know? Yeah. It's just... You know, we'll see how it affects... It's going to affect the movie landscape going forward. It's going to affect how people do things. 
probably going to see more sequels. But that's the great thing is it kind of rewrote the sequel book too. You can spin it in a positive way. Like this isn't just sequels. These are separate movies that are their own entity that are leading into one franchise. This isn't Fast and the Furious 24. Mm-hmm. This is Doctor Strange being the 18th movie and Iron Man being the first. It's not Iron Man 18. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what makes it so different. And like that could help its case with sequels. It, it, like it, the sequel argument. Yeah, it could. But. It's tough. It's very unique. We'll see. I mean, we'll see if anyone can ever recreate anything like this. I, I don't think it's again. possible. I think, honestly, Marvel's going to be able to do this. I don't think anyone's going to be able to come close to it. They've tried. Multiple studios have tried. Warner Brothers failed. Uh, Universal failed with their monsters or whatever. Fucking yeah. Godzilla shit. Um, I think they're going to let it be. And I think everyone else is going to be Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Low budget contained stories. I don't know if that's low budget. I think it's just they want to make it seem like it's low not budget. fucking 400 million Avengers. Okay. Budget. That's not low budget. Avengers is like super high budget. <laughs> I just don't think there's going to be huge blockbusters like this. I think it's going to be more smaller budget so that they can make, they know they're going to make less money, but still make a profit. Well, they'll still make a shit ton of money. Shazam still made like 800 million. Yeah, Aquaman still made still a, bunch. a lot, but well, those are still part of the universe even. And who knows if they're going to keep trying to build that universe. I want to be opposed to that. After like confusing. five years, they just have like a Shazam, Aquaman, just like everyone but superhero, Superman and Batman. Maybe that's what they need. I think genuinely, I don't know what they're trying to do with the young Batman, make a different Batman thing. Just fucking recast them. The MCU recasted Hulk. Yeah, it's just fucking recast them. I think maybe part of the Justice League problem. We've we've talked a lot about what could be the problem. Maybe Superman and Batman are just so much bigger than everyone else in that thing, where it's like. It just kind of hurts the whole... Because, like, look at the event, look at the MCU. They started with Iron Man. You know Nobody, what I mean? Captain America, people knew, but Popular. not huge. You know, if the MCU started with Spider-Man and Spider-Man was the main guy, like, you could make the case that eventually it's kind of like the whole team dynamic might not have worked, you know? Yeah. And even Spider-Man probably isn't as popular as Superman and Batman. You know what I mean? Like, just I would say those of, are the top three, but I think yeah. Superman and Batman are top two. Yeah, exactly. So maybe they're just too big for justice league so they have to do like a justice league without them it might be what they have to do bring in you know martian manhunter and other smaller dc characters they could well they can redo uh green lantern yeah bring in green lantern they got flash they got cyborg maybe do like robin not batman but bring in like a robin character or Nightwing, supergirl supergirl even yeah they could do it they could but i, I just know. think nothing's gonna be even close to endgame Here's a question for you. Go for it. Has Marvel peaked? Yes. <laughs> that was a quick answer. No, I want to think they get, it can get better than this. I don't think it can because I think even Hold if they on. do okay, spend ahead. another 15 years building up a story, it's not as fresh and unique and new as before. You're forgetting something. You're forgetting the X-Men. You're forgetting the Fantastic Four. You're forgetting their new properties. X-Men has been, been done, done before. But it Fantastic hasn't been Four done. has been done before. But it hasn't. Captain America was done before. Hulk was done before. It was all done before. But not in a universe. Yeah. And not has, recently. I think. I, I don't think it can work see, as well. Well, you're, What if, you know, 10 years from now you got Spider-Man leading, you know, our current new group of Doctor Strange, you know, Captain Marvel, all of them. And then you also throw in the Fantastic Four in the mix. And you also throw in, you know, I, the I bigger the, X-Men. And they're fighting fucking Galactus. I think 
two things that they might make money off of that could well they're gonna make money regardless i'm saying this kind of money x-men versus the avengers a bigger scale civil war oh that would be insane that's what they probably should build towards not galactus screw galactus and a galactus after that once they all team up that should be their plan then i think x-men versus the avengers you know civil war basically but fucking bigger and these new people versus these new avengers that'd be insane and then galactus they build up over 10 15 years That'd be insane, especially like uh, Deadpool in that. They probably will never put Deadpool in. They got to do something with Deadpool because the PG thirteen like flopped. I heard like create like people did not like the PG thirteen Deadpool. But it's not like it was a new movie. Well, I think it was like new one liners and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Everyone already went and saw the rated R Deadpool. If they just release a PG thirteen Deadpool, that was just well. They've already done the R rated Deadpool though, which might hurt it. If they started saying, with a PG-13 Deadpool, I make guess. Make Deadpool's solos movies star. He's a very unique character where you can make this work fucking effortlessly. Yeah. Throw him in and be like, have him chop a head off off screen and be like, yeah, we can't show that. It's PG-13 now. Yeah. Sorry, kids. Yeah. Done. Yeah. All you have to do. And people are still going to love Deadpool. He's still going to say his funny shit. He's going to censor himself. Yeah. That'd be good. It's so easy to do. It'd be good. That'd be just... See, they could get big, Ty. I don't know if it'll ever be... Money-wise, you never know. You know what I mean? I mean, I, when a, the first Avengers came out, I remember I was like, "That's." I thought Marvel peaked then. You know what I mean? That was, yeah, that was big. But then that was five years of storytelling that continued. Yeah. This is ten years of storytelling that they chopped off at an end and are going to have to reset But they still, point. well, it's not a complete reset, though, because they still have, they introduced the next phase of care. They did the smart thing and introduced the next phase. It kind of is a complete reset. They don't have a big bad that they've been building up for, you know, at least seven years, I think, for yeah, six Yeah, but they or could seven. reset for ten years again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, but how many people want to get reinvested? I don't know. I don't, I don't think it can be as big as Endgame. I think Avengers versus X-Men would sell pretty well. I think it would, too. I think that and Galactus are probably the only two things, but they're going to have to build up Galactus like they did Thanos, slowly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not just fucking, hey. Well, yeah, Thanos wasn't thrown in until the first Avengers, even. I got a question for you. What? Who's the next villain in the next Avengers movie? Because it's not going to be Galactus. Do you think there is another Avengers, like a smaller scale Avengers, before the next big... Do you think they're going to do the similar, like, three Avengers movies? Well, they did four, pretty much, but... It was one, two, and then... I'm counting... Three, four. I'm counting Infinity War and... Together. Endgame together. Do you think they're going to do, like, another three? I think like they... Avengers, Avengers versus X-Men... I think they have Galactus? to do team-ups or something. So the next... See, I don't know that much about actual comic book shit. You know that. <laughs> I don't know what they do as far as the next villain. Dormammu? Eh. Eh. I could... Warlock? Is I he mean, really powerful enough to be like a big bad? Warlock working... Silver Surfer working for Galactus? Like a Loki Thanos thing? But then you're just kind of redoing the same thing you already did. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it worked. I think they could do that. I think they could pull off Silver Surfer being the next villain, and then they, by the end of that Avengers movie, Silver Surfer becomes a good guy, and he's like, well, I need to fucking warn you. Yeah. It's Galactus. I think that might work. I think Adam Warlock could be a big enough villain, but I think they're using him for Guardians 3. But who fucking knows? Maybe they completely ignore him and leave him in Guardians 2. Guardians 3 of them is looking for Gamora and everything. Avengers 5 comes out. It's Adam Warlock. Or... What if they just threw that in for like an Easter egg and they never even throw him in the MCU? That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so bad. There's just like a nod at like how, the Howard the Duck cameo in one of them, but yeah. just like a much bigger character. 
Um, Silver Surfer, maybe. I mean, I think Silver Surfer, Adam Warlock has a good chance. Maybe Eternals. Who are the Eternals? No I fucking clue. don't even know. Oh. But I know they're old, ancient beings and stuff. Oof. Wasn't... Okay, if your dad's hearing this... Well, he probably is hearing this. He's probably going to... Because we were talking about this. Didn't they confirm that Stan Lee was like an internal? Like all his cameos? He, he was... was a, it was a... It's called a, a watcher. watcher. Watcher, that's what yeah. it was. You're right. Um, Do you pick up Stan Lee's cameo in this one? I remember it, but now that you're asking me now, he was like an old... He's an old dude driving a car when they go back the to the 70s, 70s. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was just driving by in a car, mm-hmm. which they filmed before. I think, honestly, they probably should have just left his cameo in Captain Marvel as his last one. Why? That one was just, like, so... Everyone was expecting it to be something being his last cameo, and it was just nothing, really. I'm going to Google who will be the next villain for the Avengers. Everyone's saying Galactus, big characters, but... I don't yeah, think they jump straight the into the giant one. one yeah. I think they build up first, and I think there needs to be a mini boss before you fight the like big the boss. The Silver Surfer, Anni- um, Annihilus. Annihilus, okay. That was the one where, like, my mini theory where maybe he comes and like fucks up the Avengers because the Earth was like, I don't know. Oh, I think I what? know. What? I don't think he's a mini villain, but Dormammu. I think we I talked Dormammu. about this. I literally just said Dormammu like five minutes ago. King the Conqueror. Did you say Dormammu? I didn't yeah, hear that. when we were, you were saying like who before I said Silver Surfer, I said Dormammu, and I was like, eh. I think it has it could one hundred percent be Dormammu because we see Dormammu has like an army of like fucking spirits, shit or whatever. I don't know, the dark people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason he was beaten is because Doctor Strange had the Time Stone. Yeah, that is destroyed now. Oh, oh. So now he can come and take over the fucking Earth that would or be whatever. Interesting. And he doesn't have the tool he used to beat him the last time. That would and be just like Loki was a bad guy in Thor, and then came and was the big bad guy. Dormammu was a bad guy in Doctor Strange, and then came and being, and him and his army now come to Earth. That would be interesting. One of these said uh, Kingpin, which I don't. That's fucking terrible. They're not going to do that. Plus, they already have the Netflix shows that connected them, so Kingpin's already a character. I would like to see Modok, <laughs> my favorite character in the world. I don't even know what he's like from. I think Spider-Man. Created as a foil to Captain America. Oh, okay. Um, Doctor Doom is one. Is one Doctor Doom could be a really good one. King the Conqueror. But I think they already said they have the next five years of the Avengers mapped out. Galactus. Without Fox or any of them. Yeah. So Doctor Doom would be a tough one. Who's Doctor Doom? Like, what's his main? Fantastic Four. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting time to be an MCU fan. That's for sure. I will say it was fucking awesome movie. Great movie. Worth all the build up. Worth all the hype. Probably. I'm not going to see it again in theaters. Do you think you're going to see it again yeah. in theaters? Yeah, probably. <laughs> and it's a marathon. That's three hours of fucking movie. Well, this time you could go pee and know that you've already seen it. That so is true. I don't have to sit there and fucking make, kill myself so I can watch it. Yeah. Um, Great movie, though. Highly, highly, highly recommended if you're a wild man and listen to us talk about it and didn't go or see Or woman. It wild person <laughs> and uh yeah if you know anyone else who has seen avengers endgame which you probably do because everyone has seen it by this time hopefully 100%. uh tell them to listen to this because i hope we're insightful and we taught you maybe a thing or two yeah or give we, your opinion we're just enjoyable if you 100 percent disagree with us and you hated endgame fucking let us know i want to know what you didn't like about it so we could tell you you're wrong yeah i just want to shit talk you but say it say it to my face <laughs> <laughs> all right you got anything else ty uh no that's about it man Great movie. Good time. What's your out of 10 rating? I'm going to give it a 9.75. 0.75. 0.75. 0.75.
0.25 off because Dude, of the minor potholes. Fuck you. I was going to say 9.7. Really? Yeah. So our we agree. Nine point, we'll just say 9.75. I'm going to give it 9.8. Okay. Nine point, not perfect because of the minor potholes, but... They overdid it a pretty, little too pretty much. Pretty damn close. But it was worth it for what they overdid. And that means they have room for improvement in the future, which means they have not peaked. They have 100% peaked. I don't think it's possible to make a perfect movie. <laughs> Until next time, see you guys later. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.